0: Everybody, welcome to Pale in Comparison, a proud member of the Doof Network. In this podcast, my sister uses her knowledge of the otherverse to take a look at Pact, Wildbow's least protagonistic work, and I try to not give away any spoilers. I'm Jenny, and Malia convinced me to read Worm.
1: I'm Malia, and Jenny convinced me to read everything else. This episode, we are covering Signature, chapters 8.1 and 8.2. Before we get into that, however, I'd like to issue a spoiler warning this podcast is filled with pale spoilers. If you don't know whether Jasmine tries to take Lucy's place as first witch of Kennet and don't want us to tell you stop now, read pale and come back to this podcast as for Pact, There'll be full spoilers through the chapters we are covering. All right. We're at a new arc. (laughs) All
0: right. um, (laughs) So I feel like now that you've, read these two chapters, you probably have another meaning for signature that you may not have had before. But uh what uh does signature mean, Malia? So
1: I Googled some stuff. <laughs> um yeah, so the the like main one is you know it's you signing your name. Um but it's like usually your name written in a distinctive way as a form of identification. Um in legal purposes like for something to be a signature legally it's any sort of mark that you make or that you adopt you don't even have to actually make the mark you can just say yep that's my signature um and you have to have an intent to be bound by the thing that you're signing or by something that is logically attached to the thing that you're signing signatures are kind of nuts um but it's kind of you have to like have the present intention of authenticating that document or adopting that document or whatever. Um, And you can sign checks, you can sign letters, you can sign contracts, you can sign lots of shit. Um, There's an important evidentiary purpose for signatures, right? Um, You can print out whatever the fuck you want, but the signature is supposed to say, yes, this person saw it and like, agreed to it you know like if you just have copies of an unsigned whatever like i could make that on my computer right now um so that's part Mm -hmm. of why it's so important in law um and why we give so much weight to it is because um how the fuck else are we supposed to know yeah you know how much weight my husband gives to his fucking signature not a lot
0: (laughs) every time at the grocery store or when we're eating out i swear he just draws a winky face a winky smiley face
1: i love that (laughs) i thought you were gonna say like a line or whatever
0: um because that that is the
1: signature (laughs) right it's so
0: weird because i'm like the waitress is gonna see you writing a winky face and they think you're like into it sometimes he changes it to just a smiley face in that case but like i mean it's just like every time he's like he he just thinks it's hilarious because he gets (laughs) a reaction from me too
1: (laughs) yeah well i mean that's a signature as long as (laughs) it's a mark it's distinctive it's i mean it's also a pattern right like he uses that as his signature regularly um yeah he does yeah Yeah. (sighs) another aspect of signature is to like make something your own kind of a thing like Mm -hmm. people have a signature style or a signature look which is the same sort of thing but you know like um those that's a thing. there's also like key signatures or time signatures in music. um don't know what that could mean, or if that relates to this story at all. Um there's also something about printing um I'll, they'll put something at the bottom of pages to help them figure out how to bind things right or something in the printing process. I don't fucking know, and apparently, <laughs> at least in North America, it said the part of the medical. Like if you have a prescription from a doctor and like you read the thing where it's like take once a day in the morning, that's the mm-hmm. signature. Mm-hmm. Which is funny cuz the doctor I think also has to sign it. So Definitely has to sign it. Yes. <laughs> um yeah, most
0: important ones are triplicates uh, or the like the the ones for narcotics, like those are pretty fucking strict. Otherwise like
1: they have to sign it know. like three times or something. Or I don't think triplicate.
0: so. That's a great
1: question. I just know that
0: people call it a triplicate. I never actually huh. saw what the what it looked like myself. So maybe mm-hmm. they do have to sign it a couple times. Or a bunch of copies or something. Or yeah. something. But I just know that they'd call it a, a triplicate and I remember that stuck in my head because it's kind of a funny name to me. Yeah. The tri- it's a triplicate. The triplicate. Um, yeah. I don't know. I guess I could Google that. <laughs> uh, I mean it must be something like in trees. Or in threes. And trees, trees too, since it's trees, bro. Probably made of paper, yeah. trees, bro. <laughs> um, also, maybe it's just like a shorthand in our hospital. I don't know, but uh, oh, that's not good. <laughs> I like just wrote triplicate prescription, and like one of the things <laughs> is like that came up was like, Where can I buy triplicate prescription pads in Texas?
1: No, guys,
0: don't <laughs> Google that. <laughs> don't Google. <laughs> that's not cool. <sighs> you'll get arrested and (laughs) it won't be a fun time to go to federal prison but (laughs) all right i'm just gonna give that up for now um we're just
1: gonna move on (laughs) cool um well so yeah as far as what signature might mean in the context of the story like at you know before i read these chapters um i was thinking about contracts whenever i think about pact i think about contracts and demons and like how are we gonna get fucked um and now I get to think about fairy and how we're going to get fucked. Um, it's great. I'm listening through um, our old episodes to slowly fill out the prediction tracker. And earlier today, I got to like 6.5, 6.6, I think. And I'm literally like, oh, it's like right before Rose summons Midge. Um, and I'm like, oh, maybe she'll summon, you know, a demon, blah, blah, blah. And then um, I was like, oh, well, it'd be w- Jenny. Okay, Sorry. I say something about being able to summon a fairy and Jenny's like, Can you summon fairies? And I was like, I don't know, but I think it would be worse for them to work with a fairy than to work with a demon. And Jenny was like, What the fuck? Check your priorities. And then the next episode, when Maggie shows up and she's acting all weird, um, and I'm like, Oh, maybe there's like a goblin or something like in her head, like doing stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. and then I was like, Maybe it's Patrick, and Jenny was like, What yeah. the fuck? And I was like, <laughs> What? <laughs> and I <didn't> get it <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> and i hate myself because i didn't mean it like that but i was really funny (laughs) it was so good so good yeah yeah this was all shocking yeah so obviously signature in terms of stealing maggie's name stealing her mark stealing her signature um and adopting it as his own (laughs) And how when he said that
0: i was like what the fuck (laughs) and everyone else is like wow (laughs)
1: I, should trust I have my to say, Malia, more. some
0: people, some people have said some pretty good things about my poker face, like <laughs> so. Because
1: I remember you, like, I in my brain, it was almost like you were like, "That's ridiculous! What the fuck are you talking about?" And I was like, "Oh, uh. and that's great! That's exactly what I was trying to make it sound like."
0: So that's perfect.
1: You're right. That is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but oh, yeah, I great. it makes me wanna reread Pact. This is one of the things that people say about the Wheel of Time, too, is that when you're done with the Wheel of Time, you reread the Wheel of Time. Because the Wheel of Time, like, makes no fucking sense. Um, This makes a lot more sense, but I'm just like, fuck, now I have to read every scene with Maggie in it and Patrick in it. And be like, oh.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because then you might actually be like, oh, she is kind of acting weird.
1: Yeah. I just thought Maggie was weird.
0: I mean... (laughs) she's not that weird or it's a different type type of weird weird. i mean like now now in retrospect you can you look back and be like
1: she did kind of know a little bit more than she She should have so many things (laughs) yeah right (laughs) the whole the thing that really got me was um so i'm also listening to deep impact and i think um she says that isadora is like not that much of a sphinx as far as she can tell and then Isadora doesn't eat her and I think I called that out and Elliot called that out as like that's weird maybe Isadora is distracted and now I'm like what the fuck is happening with this
2: Isadora <laughs> 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 she's not a sphinx.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's so great. <laughs> All right, I've got a long chapter summary. Yes. Uh this time <laughs> so I'm going to try to I mean, I'll just start reading it because it's kind of long, but all right. But Zach, the goblin, sneaks into a high school and tries to fuck with everyone, um, which is kind of a nice way of saying what he's doing, honestly. But it's caught and bound by Maggie. She runs into Lola Duchamp, who calls her murder murderer and convinces her to come to a meeting later. At the meeting, all the junior practitioners attempt to create an alliance with Maggie. She tentatively agrees, stating that it needs to be in writing. And then we see Maggie give a blood offering. Molly's Echo, which seems to be pretty routine. Maggie later tells Elspeth, uh, one of the junior practitioners, that she'll look at the contract after school. This is in a later date. She has dinner with her dads at home after school, and it's a fucking terrible dinner. It sounds really gross. Um, She gets an email from Blake about the Toronto situation and decides that she just needs to go with the contract, even though she feels bad for Blake. Her dads take her to her favorite restaurant, um, which is very potato themed um where she runs into padrick padrick whatever um he tricks her and takes her name what do you think of these chapters
1: malia <laughs> um i just i knew that blake's life never stopped right like i knew that blake's life was going to just keep ramping up and there'd always be like some like ah whatever but then blake stopped existing and i was like we're going to get some chill we're going to get some like <laughs> catch up we're gonna get some like <laughs> rounding out of like hey this is where everyone's at you know like this is this is where people are at and we are getting there. <laughs> but turns out it's just like absolutely fucking wild like yep okay um i understand more how fairy are scary
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um
1: <clears throat> yeah part of me was a little bit Im- like because you were very much like what's up with Maggie? And I was like, I don't know, she's literally fine. Like, <laughs> I was like, maybe there's something a little bit fey about her or something. Maybe she's possessed. Like, I was just like, eh. Um, and so I'm a little bit embarrassed for not... You, you shouldn't be embarrassed. It, also...
0: <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things that's like in retrospect, it's like, oh, that makes total sense. But like, I mean, you shouldn't be embarrassed about not guessing that. You're not a fucking, like, mind reader.
1: Yeah. I also I just feel bad... For the girl with the checkered scarf and also reading the girl with the checkered scarf felt like deja vu maybe it's because that's how blake thinks of her in his first dream i don't remember if that is how he thinks of her but maybe that's why it felt deja vu-y
0: mm, maybe um,
1: yeah
0: okay well we'll start uh by seeing the goblin buttsack, sneaking into a high school trying to fuck with everyone but being caught and bound by maggie
1: so i thought that i had been played again um, that while that was like there's gonna be Maggie chapters and then it was like buttsack sack for like a re- like a long time and I was just like is this not gonna be a Maggie chapter and then it was, um, so that was fun, um, but I liked this. Um, it f- it almost was like a little mini interlude um, within a big chapter. Um, it feels like Pact is just gonna like do what it wants, kind of, um, mm-hmm. and that's exciting um i really don't like buttsack. and then i started like getting all pale reader and being like but what about society and then i was like yeah but i really fucking hate
0: (laughs) yeah like he's really fucking terrible
1: (laughs) he's so bad um but also yeah i also feel like i'm not sure if this would have come on as strong if i hadn't read pale but the whole goblins are fairy like is so strong in these chapters. Um, but I don't know if that's just because of Toad Swallow's whole theory and the, you know, that being a weird thing. Because um, mm. I didn't catch it as much. I didn't get that while Bill was hammering it at home as hard or why that was important as much the first time I read it. And the second time I read it, I was like, Maggie, you have all the signs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can explain to me the whole butt sack turned into the wind thing
0: (laughs) Butt sack turned into the wind I might have to look
1: back So Uh, it's Skuzwick's trick where he like licks himself all over and makes himself bleed and then he like lets his arms move in the wind and like like sweeps into the school and it says like he had to like hide before he materialized fully and I was like what the fuck is happening and we just moved fast (laughs) Oh, kind of reminds you of glamour a little bit, huh? <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Um, at first I was almost like, did you get glamour? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: uh No. Like, I mean, I think it's not a coincidence that right after that they started talking about like Faye.
1: Right. <laughs> um <clears throat> Right. Well, I mean, things like this and how good he is at manipulating connections and stuff, I'm like I'm trying to understand how butsack compares to like the goblins i know from pale because i would say that he's probably weaker and smaller than blunt munch um he might be bigger than toad swallow um but like can all goblins like turn into the wind and like fuck with connections and like i mean he he does like brag about how he can like read paper and shit kind of later like he's more than your average goblin or whatever i guess but Mm
2: -hmm. what the fuck
1: (laughs) seems like a lot i don't know um I guess we goblins in pale are used as a like sneaky, sneaky get into and out of places. Um, yeah. And that is what this is. So I don't True. know. Um, but yeah, let's talk about fairy and goblins and sec. Uh, uh-huh. um, if I understood correctly, his name for fairy is the unfair folk or something. Um, but one of the stories about where goblins come from is that like humans cut off the parts they didn't like, and they became fae, and the parts they didn't like became goblins. The parts they did like became fae. The parts they did not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah.
0: <clears throat> oh, stuff they didn't like is goblins. Yeah, and he says he doesn't like that version.
1: Right. Um. I don't think he necessarily likes either version because it's either very human centric or it's we're just like fairy and he hates fairy because he's a goblin. Hates
0: that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um but it feels very these are the same like you know opposite ends of the spectrum or whatever but he his butt sack's whole thing seems to be like he's bored and he wants to see shit go down which is what fairy are right um Mm -hmm. like it it doesn't feel like he's sneaking around to get money to be able to eat or whatever like it seems like he's doing this like literally just to fuck with people Mm -hmm. um partly because he hates them and partly to see the drama that unfolds and he also has this like weird sense of uh i don't know if retribution is the right word but with the girl in the bathroom later who's diabetic i think um thinking yeah. oh i if she still has friends in a week i need to like do more shit and make her life worse kind of a thing mm-hmm. but i don't know um <clears throat> sorry um yeah and, and now i'm just wondering like is this gonna come into play a lot in this story is this just a theme of like boxes and labels aren't um can be deceiving and not helpful. Um, now I want to see like a fairy that's so bad that it's almost a demon, like you know the hyena or um the thing that mm. killed Millie, Minnie, Minnie, mm-hmm. or freak like made Minnie's mind break or whatever. Um, you think that that like, was
0: that was bad enough to be a demon, or you, you don't think that was just normal goblin?
1: Oh right, that was the whole thing where I was like, "It's a demon because goblins aren't that bad." I still don't understand the like mind fuckiness of a goblin, but I mean, they can turn into wind. Like I don't know, <laughs> they can do whatever. <laughs> <into that. laughs> I am accepting that. Um, but yeah, the so we might get some fairy. I mean, because it's like if goblins are like demons, and if goblins are like fairy, then like fairy are like demons, and it's just this like weird big mishmashy circle of. Others you, think that, all, like, individually you think all are... goblins are like demons i'm confused no but like they can be right like the hyena got closer to being more demon like and the mm-hmm. that one thing that that goblin that they some that rose's grandma rose's classmates summon seemed demon adjacent um and barbatorum that's the one she's like uh ah, maybe he's a goblin i don't care moving on um it seems like they're all next to each other in certain ways
0: but like individually are very
1: different okay um but yeah i was impressed by his ability to manipulate connections so that people didn't notice him um he would kind of say like oh and i like he wouldn't say it like that but the implication of diverting people from being able to notice um was kind of cool um the physical limitations sorry the physical limitations about doors was really interesting. He can't touch things because metal, but he can, like, Mm -hmm. get around. And he goes in the bathroom. and It's just, oh, he's so awful, right? Like, he's like, he wants to get into the girl's bathroom because (laughs) And he, like, you know, at first it's like, oh, he steals someone's wallet. And, like, that sucks a lot for that person, right? That's bad. But it's not, like, I don't know. Like, swapping the tampons. Like, inconvenient, embarrassing, not, like, making someone yeah, stop eating because food is repellent, not um, lacing a g- girl's insulin with cocaine, not, you know, like, not awful, horrible things. Um, mm-hmm. And he thinks, he seems to think a lot of all of these things as similar. Um, I was just upset by him, like, breaking all of her pens in her bag. I'm like, that's just such a dick thing to do. <laughs> and then he's like... And the way he feels so entitled also feels like kind of a fairy thing. Um, he feels angry at her that she didn't have something like Coke or heroin or whatever in her bag so that he could have Mm -hmm.
2: fun. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: God, he sucks so bad. But then the pale part of me is like, (laughs) you know, he is like subjugated by society. And as an other, you know, he's like pushed out to the fringes and he can't like blah, blah, blah. And like goblin society is like kind of toxic and needs to be, you know, reformed because the whole like big, strong equals in charge. And if he ended up in Kennet, like, it probably could have been fine. (laughs) But also, I hate this man.
0: I mean, if you're, because I I know you've said, like, I mean, I feel like you and I, we might just have slightly differing opinions just based on, like, which book we read first. And that's fair. Um, And I think my opinion has changed since I read Pale. But if you, I mean, because you've talked to me before and said, like, you know, in some ways, like. Um, or I've heard people say like goblins are kind of like humans or like, um, just depending on, uh, what's influenced them kind of depends on how they behave, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like,
1: I I think it's a factor, but I, yeah.
0: Yeah. But like, you can't use that as an excuse to be like, that's, you know, it's not really his fault that he cursed. Yeah. Again, like he cursed a girl to where everyone thinks she has an eating disorder and she thinks all of her food is rotting. um, Like, or it's, you know, it's just really a product of society that made him lace the <laughs> diabetics medication. Um, And I mean, it, it, I feel like there's not an excuse for that.
1: Yeah, no, I, I don't think it is excusable. Um, I do think that he likely hates humans in part because the seal places him like, permanently below them um the way rook hates the whole like concept of innocence it creates these like stratifications where um others are just very disenfranchised but also yeah like he fucking sucks and i hate him yeah i
0: mean the fact that there <laughs> are goblins like the ones in pale show that like he has no leg to stand on here like he doesn't have to be like he that.
1: doesn't have to suck
0: he doesn't have to fucking suck. Um, when I was just reading Pact, I was like, well, yeah, he fucking sucks. But I guess all albums are kind of like that because mm. that's what this book had been showing me. So it was like, well, I mean, I guess they can't fucking help it, but they fucking suck. <laughs> and then with Pale, it's like, oh, all there's a bunch of these guys that are really sweet. And obviously they don't have to be like that. So, you know, <laughs> so this said so to me, this guy just... uh he sucks. Major yes. fucking sucks. I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate this. Um, but he's in the bathroom and he's being horrible. And then what is her name? Lola. Lola Duchamp walks in. Lola's a fun name. Um
0: more fun. The name's more fun than the person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I I was thinking this was gonna be Maggie. Um, you know, when someone walks in, but um it's not. Um, I think the way she's described is really interesting. Um like the bright green paint around her eyes um and all the piercings and stuff like i think that's like eyeshadow but i also like was like is it like war paint like now when i think of lola duchamp i picture like bright neon like green line just like across her whole eyes
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> well, i mean in a sense you could almost think of it as war paint um but in a very stylistic eyeshadow way because she's a, <laughs> a duchamp she has to like she has to have a certain appearance right
1: right um the part later where maggie talks about how you know is this just an act of rebellion that will be stamped down will they find a man who wants a woman like this or like has she been told to be this way because there's a particular man in mind who wants this and i was like i fucking hate everything
0: yeah it's like who knows
1: <laughs> like if anything i hope it's like the second one Mm-hmm. It all sucks. Yeah. Um but yeah, this whole um détente between the minor goblins and the families. I don't know if it's just the I was going to say the lairds.
0: <laughs>
1: the I names mean, and the shops um or if it's more of them. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, on the one hand it's like Pretty convenient if you're a Deschamps, but on the other hand, like you can't do anything about the awful shit that they're doing, and that sucks. And I hate that. Yeah. Um. Like, I'm guessing
0: this is us at the next part, by the way, right? So I was like,
1: Oh no, I was just thinking about like him trying to look under the bathroom stalls and thinking about how he was maybe gonna do that. Got Um, it. Sorry. Yeah. She. Yeah. She just she walks in and he starts thinking about how they can't fuck with each other. Um. Okay. Never mind.
0: Sorry about that. But um, Maggie does come to the rescue.
1: Yay. (laughs) um before we talk about maggie though um butzak goes through this girl's fucking homework for like seven paragraphs at least and thinks about and talks about how he can like manipulate the text and like change the things and he's like oh i'll like take this person's name and put it over here like he literally is just like ha 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 and i just nope i didn't think maggie you have you have your name, you have things in your bag with your writing and your name on them. Like, God, it was right there. It was right there. He spells it out. How are I
0: supposed to think about that?
1: <laughs> Just later. <I> mean... Later. <laughs> you see a goblin, you mean... see, fairy and goblin are the same. You see a goblin going through and like fucking with people. I mean, I think he physically wrote the other name down or whatever. But like, you see, and you know, it takes a while. Like, that's why Wildo has this in here. It's because later you're going to yes. be like, Fuck. <laughs> Well, yeah, but,
0: like, uh, but why are you expecting, like, yourself ah! to have... Cause, I it mean, you said there. yourself, this shows you how dangerous fa- fairy are. Like, we've seen Gillamay. I mean, we've obviously seen some shit go down with the fairy courts and stuff in pale. But, like, um, I mean, if you really thought about it, you could have fucking tried, I guess. But, like, I mean, I don't understand why you're uh, giving yourself such a fucking hard time when I guarantee, like, 95% of the people who read this did not catch on to that either
1: it was just reading back through it it felt like there were so many breadcrumbs like probably how i'll feel when i read back. have through. you read a
0: wild bow story before malia
1: yes <laughs> it was right holy there. breadcrumbs
0: batman <laughs> the whole time it's like yeah welcome to fucking so, parahumans humans so and other verse that's just that's what these <sighs> stories do yeah he's fucking smart and he's good at writing (laughs) that doesn't mean you're dumb for not catching it
1: no yeah it just it's right there it is but it it is a cool mirror right it's like Mm -hmm. they are the same but they Mm -hmm. both and they both suck there we go they both suck um yeah
0: and then Maggie says today right
1: yeah all
0: right we're gonna say nothing about that at all I guess okay what (laughs) Or you, you just paused, so I was like I thought you were gonna say something about Maggie coming in and, and uh doing the binding. You wrote why does she have a chain with her? I don't know. Um, but that's cool. We don't have to talk How about that. I
1: that oh, I didn't <laughs> write that <laughs> Okay. I was gonna talk about it next. <laughs> we're a mess today, it's fine.
0: That's no, okay. <laughs> you just paused for a really long time, so I was like, All right, I guess we're just gonna move on then.
1: Um but, but yeah, Maggie has a chain in the bathroom. <laughs> she has two chains in her backpack, which is smart, especially since she's not going to class and she's just trying to practice and catch goblins. Um, and yeah, she hangs them outside of the bathroom window, which is funny. Yeah, And I felt kind of bad for him, but also it was kind of good. <laughs> a lot of torn feelings about <laughs> this session <laughs> and this story. Um, It also felt... Maggie and Verona feel kind of similar to me. Like the whole hmm. like hanging a goblin outside of a window felt like a Verona esque thing. I mean, part of it is like, I mean, the metal sucks, but on the other hand, like goblins like beat each other to shit all the time, and it's like fine. Um, yeah. So the physical part of this, I mean, like it's like the binding and it's like the metal that are you know the things that really suck. But um also I mean, does it fair? Though? Like what's the well, like, alternative for, to this? For, for but sec. Yeah, um, but
0: like. In the big picture,
1: like, um, yeah, she doesn't really have the power to draw a circle and force him into like a weapon form, probably, which would be better. Um, she also doesn't have the time. Um, but I, I don't know, just like Verona is desperate for magical knowledge, but for like very different reasons, you know. I don't remember if I talked about this in Maggie's interlude. Um, but she like verona just loves the practice and thinks it's so cool and wants to like know everything she can whereas maggie is like desperate to learn as much as she can to try to prevent like the really awful shit from happening two more times um or at least Mm -hmm. like make it mitigate it as much as possible yeah um but because i could also see lucy kind of doing this and being a little disgusted the whole time and i could see avery doing this this is like oh my god like please stop (laughs) Like, like in a way i could see all the kind of tears doing this and it was kind of funny
0: that's fair all right um so maggie runs into lola um who ends up calling her a murderer but she doesn't inv- convince maggie to go to a meeting later um the briar girl shows up at school causes a little bit of a commotion and seems to give lola some kind of a message
1: yeah um this just sucks it seems like maggie really needs and wants friends um because lola is like you know Uh, I need to talk to you. Let's walk to the office together or whatever. And she's like, are we going to be friends now? Um, And Lilith's just like, no. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, Um, and it's just so sad. Um, And I fucking hate Lilith's (laughs) show. Yeah. Yeah. The thing was like, she, yeah, called out Maggie for killing Molly, but like Laird convinced her to, Um, she says at one point, like she was like the mediator between Laird and the goblins like it was Laird who was doing the thing and I don't know slash understand if the other people get it I mean they, even if they do they probably are like well it needed to be done and you're the one who did it so you suck because um, when she's like the fact that it needed to be done doesn't diminish the ugliness of it at all like yeah fuck you <laughs> oh mm-hmm. my god yeah. like like what the fuck <laughs> yeah i hate you fuck off yeah um Uh. yeah um but we learn a little bit about maggie's ability to swear and she didn't exactly give away her ability to swear she did something and it's not clear um what do you mean lola's like you something about like people who give up their ability to swear are dumb oh and she's like that's not exactly what i did Gotcha. And I just, I, e- either I totally missed it in her first interlude or whatever, or I just don't quite know what happened. Um, yeah. I think it's the second one. Um, but yeah, we think more about Duchamps. Um, I wonder what happens to Duchamp lesbians. I assume they're just like forced to marry men to have babies. Um, cause why wouldn't they be?
2: Uh huh. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and then the Briar girl shows up. I didn't realize mm-hmm. the Briar girl was blonde. um she's also super dramatic um like why is she here like i don't know talk to them later like what's happening i mean it seems like they want this whole contract meeting thing to happen pretty soon because like yeah they should just meet maggie later she doesn't have to talk to her while they're going to class Um, yeah but it seems like the briar girl is here because there's going to be some sort of contract between the briar girl the Duchamps, the behames and maggie Um, I can't tell if it's, like, multilateral like that or if it's everyone against Maggie kind of a thing. Um, But it's interesting. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so Maggie uses, like, a goblin ear to try to listen which was kind of cool and also gross because it was bleeding. Um, And Lola, like, breaks that and, like, sends the principal on some sort of, like, wild goose chase. And Maggie is, like, so upset at, like, casually using that amount of power and i'm like lol yeah <laughs> that's uh poor maggie <laughs> it's not that much power i don't think
0: i mean it doesn't <laughs> feel like it because the kind have a whole town they just do of whatever power, they want so all the time <laughs> they ha- yeah so maybe this is a lot of power yeah all matter pr- perspective
1: Yeah, uh, it just sucks um yeah okay next part mm-hmm
0: Alright, so they have a junior practitioner meeting, basically. Uh, and they all attempt to form an alliance with Maggie. Not a very friendly one, but an alliance, nevertheless. Um, she basically says that she'll probably agree to it, but she needs to see it in writing first.
1: Which is smart. Good job, yeah. Maggie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> got the transition in the writing from, like, Blake's probably gonna, co- like, Blake's gonna come back and it'll all be great, to, like, Thorburn probably isn't coming back, which is, like, so painful and rude yeah um um also there's more than 10 school school-age duchamps in jacob's bell like that's a lot of women it's a lot it's a lot um also i was thinking about like do they all take their moms like did the do the husbands take duchamp as their name when they get married or like do the kids just all get named duchamp like how does that or just the girls (laughs) which
0: it is (laughs) i
1: know Um, uh-huh anyway yeah also i forgot about the whole like one of the behames voted for maggie to get executed thing and like fuck gavin is gavin's sunglasses i also need to go back and figure out who all these people were but like fuck gavin <laughs>
0: dick move bro
1: oh and he's just like <says> like his voice the whole time was that and lola's was <says> uh yeah um i really want penelope to be cool and i can't tell if she's cool or if she sucks like she's obviously not gonna be perfect yeah she's like the next generation of practitioners and i'm like that's annoying but also true but also uh, i don't know i can't decide (laughs) um
0: (laughs) but there's a peace offer
1: yes um the deal is they'll leave maggie alone and she'll leave them alone and they'll help her get onto the town council eventually and they'll give her like lessons and shit if people feel like giving her lessons or uh some like goblins when the powerful ones come through that they don't have a deal with um and in exchange maggie has to like not fuck with the whole lordship thing it's called a contested lordship that is going on right now i'm a little confused um Hmm. Is it Duchamp versus Baham? Is it Duchamp and Baham versus Johannes? Um, no one's mentioned Johannes <laughs> in the past few chapters, which is bothering me. Um, I guess he lives on the other side of town. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, is the? I mean, the arranged marriage is obviously to try to like consolidate these families and like an alliancey thing. Um, uh-huh. But I'm wondering if it's like a compromise that like the baby will be the lord (laughs) eventually (laughs) because they'll be behem and duchamp um i can see the duchamps being chill with being you know married to the lord or whatever and not the lord themselves so i don't know um but yeah so it's interesting that like also i can't tell if briar girl didn't agree not to mess with the wedding or if she was like i don't need this in the agreement with like i don't need maggie to agree with this i don't care um but it was interesting that those two things were like... Oh, I think if
0: she didn't care, they would have just added it anyway, maybe. But, like, if she was neutral about it.
1: Yeah, so she wants to fuck with this wedding. Maybe. Um, I really need to learn more. I really want to learn more about these people in <laughs> this wedding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Right, and then she also can't help Blake slash the Thorburns, I guess. Um, And... That makes her feel sad because she like you know likes Blake and thinks he's great, Um, Mm -hmm. and but she's like okay, so I shouldn't like this would be dumb if you know you promise me these things but you don't actually have any power and the parents are just like lol, fuck that and the little one is like I talked to my dad and he said it was fine, (laughs) (laughs) which (laughs) is kind of cute Uh and then um, she's also like I fucking hate all of you and Blake is like a genuine human being and he's just like a puppy. That you tried to attack. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. She's great. Accurate. Um, maybe think about what Rose is. If Blake's a scruffy dog, is Rose like a feral cat? <laughs>
0: yeah. That's a good question. You think she's you, yeah. you think Rose is feral in that?
1: Um, maybe not feral, but she's not nice.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um Yeah, so she's like, okay, I'll look at the contract and whatever um
0: mm-hmm. then uh patrick makes a deal with her basically
1: um i wonder why he was exiled um and like again which court he's exiled from um it was interesting later getting some of yvonne or whatever her name is backstory in terms of like her dad fucked up and so he was killed and she was exiled and keller like went with her um so i mean it, it totally tracks that fairy can be totally fucked for things they didn't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm wondering what was Patrick's thing. Yeah. um, God, and this whole part is so painful because she keeps thinking about how like, you know, he's super hot, but like, I'm not going to fall for it. And I'm never going to like be into him and I'm safe. There's never going to be a relationship between us. And like, I'm learning how to do this and it'll all be fine. And I'm just like, I I just it makes so much sense that like an incredibly attractive boy, you're around your age, is like smiling at you and like saying the things and flirting with you and like sharing secrets and like it's so like I would not have been able to resist this. Um, I don't think. Um, at least like I'd be kind of at best I think I'd be around the level Maggie was. Especially if she's so alone and it just sucks so bad. I know it really does. Um, yeah, so he's like, I'll stand, I won't go with you down there, and I'll hold on to this goblin if you let me teach you more glamour.
0: Yay. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then basically, uh, Maggie goes on and gives Molly's Echo blood offering, which is a weird twist.
1: Oh, <laughs> this was so sad. <sighs> oh, this was so awful. Um, and kind of great um i was thinking like will this be potentially useful in any way i mean molly doesn't say anything um and we don't know how much of this is molly like is this more like june is this more like evan um i'm not sure Evan's kind of
0: an anomaly isn't it
1: uh- <laughs> i don't know he died i mean he, he refused to move on um i could see molly refusing to move on if she's gonna go to hell but maybe she won't go to hell because she probably didn't fuck with any demons i don't know um but it just seems like having molly present in some form could be potentially useful to rose or someone at some point soon um i'm not sure if maggie's gonna stop doing this because she's not maggie anymore um i don't know what's and yeah but this is really really sad um it was the strong vibes of like kid going to parents grave in cemetery to tell them about their day um so sad and awful um and it was interesting you know this this conflict of do i want to side with someone like laird who's like such an awful piece of shit or do i want to like side with blake because i feel so guilty about what happened um
0: Maybe the next day, I think.
1: A couple days. Next day or a couple yeah. days,
0: something. Sometime soon after. Um, Maggie, Maggie's at the school. Um, she's pondering about how the Faye been fucking with people at the high school. Um, and she tells uh, one of the practitioners that she'll look at the contract after school. They kind of talk about Faye stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, fairy going to high school to stir up shit and not like going to class or whatever makes way more sense than vampires going to high school. <laughs> hmm Um, big part of it is like they don't have to go to class, the, the fairy. Whereas like I don't know that I mean, say, so in like
0: Mal- what- Malia's <laughs> really into legacies.
1: Well see, like at first TV I was show. thinking about Twilight. Um, but then I was like, oh also legacies. Um uh, see the thing about legacies, worse. the thing about legacies is they are that age, right? Yeah. So it's appropriate for them to be in high school for the most part um whereas in twilight they're like 107 years old or whatever they don't fucking need to be there like they should have if they're like worried about the state being like oh you're truant children like make birth certificates for them that say they're all like in their early 20s or whatever like you don't no one needs to be (laughs) what are you doing okay um whereas like this of course they love high school it fucking sucks um so it's perfect for the fairy yeah um uh, fucking twilight
0: (laughs) (laughs) just like uh, i'm not gonna lie like because i think i saw the first twilight movie and it was just like i mean it was it was shit but (laughs) basically like i remember seeing robert pattinson in like another movie later on And being like, wow, this guy's actually really handsome. (laughs) Because like the fucking move, like Twilight just like made him so like washed out. And I don't know.
1: It was like like a blue filter over that whole movie. It was weird. Yeah,
0: it was weird. And he just seemed so like broody. And he didn't have the maturity of like a, however old, however old he fucking was. Um, So I guess it kind of like matched. Maybe that's why he was in high school.
1: Yeah. So you never read the books or anything?
0: No. I did not. Um, I think I only saw the movie because, like, I don't even remember if the person I was with wanted to see it or if we were just like, fuck it, let's just watch this and then (laughs) make fun of how crappy it seems. (laughs) Um, I mean, yeah, Robert Paddington apparently is like, only like shit talk to the movies, which I think is really funny.
1: I I really want to watch the like directors or. uh, director's commentary or whatever i think he's one of the people on it and he just like apparently it's hilarious he's just like this was stupid the
2: whole time Uh, which is great um i mean
1: yeah i read all the books and i saw three of the movies i think you're kind of into it right um well so serena really was um and she really wanted me to read them and so i mean I don't know if your friend's like, read this book, and you're like, okay, <laughs> like you sort sure of do it, and you're kind of like, okay. Um
0: Yeah, I guess that makes sense.
1: Edward was always <laughs> creepy and sad. Um, like as a person, maybe he was fine. I think I just like hated Bella so much. Um She was just like you could literally so... like
0: insert anybody's personality or like any anybody- <sighs> it's like she's just like generic.
1: Well, I like, just like you could
0: insert yourself into there and be like, yes, I get to like she uh, make just, out like, with this dull geriatric vampire fuck or like this dog, you know? Like Yeah, the werewolves just, were fun. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it's just I don't yeah. It's just,
1: yeah. And then it became a tradition to watch the Twilight movies for one of my friend's birthdays. They would come out around her birthday. And so um it'd be a whole bunch of us, including a whole bunch of, like, teenage boys, just, like, fucking loving it for how they did not ridiculous it. it was. No, they would just, like, yell and scream the the time and, like, laugh really loud and, like, make great yeah. jokes. And it was great.
0: That's great. I mean, it's a fun movie to make fun of. Yeah. That's for it,
1: sure. Twilight is... <laughs> the thing I'm about to say is horrifying. Twilight is, in a way, the Lord of the Rings... What? Of- <laughs> what the of fuck its- are you saying? space in fuck fantasy. you no <laughs> fuck so with lord of the Rings was genre defining right and it, it instilled a whole bunch of like tropes and customs that like
0: the okay, fantasy no, you can't genre has continued s- to break s- down to this day you can't say that
1: twilight was like what if vampires went to high school and a whole bunch of people were like you cannot yeah
0: Tolkien <laughs> like he fucking made a language like he like uh-huh. you can't <laughs> I, I can't even say how much like that The quality of genre is not comparable,
1: fair. but she established <laughs> a very popular and successful set of tropes. She wrote like a, f- probably a would fantasy continue that to she be, had as like,
0: you know, a, like a, a middle schooler and she just wrote it down as some weird fanfic shit and she actually got it published. And you're, comp- I mean, and comparing that to fucking Lord of the Rings fuck off that's not even comparable like co- comparable however you pronounce that word um yeah fuck off that. no no there's no way that that's okay uh, that is a controversial statement
1: legacies because of stephanie meyer and i will always be grateful My gosh. <laughs> uh, anyway
0: no Gosh, like, no. Can <laughs> could also argue that you have legacies because of Lord of the Rings, because I actually reference a lot of Lord of the Rings stuff in there.
1: Mm, mm-hmm, that's true. Um, Lizzie is a nerd. Yes. Um, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> what a fucking
0: hot take that is. <laughs> I, re- yeah, I do not agree. <laughs> Damn. That's a... Uh, fuck.
1: <gasps> yeah.
0: Lucky Uh. (laughs) didn't say that when Ben came into the room. He would have been like, "What the fuck? I need to reevaluate some shit." Yeah, Ben's read all the Twilight books. Okay, I mean that that doesn't mean anything. Like, so what if he's read the Twilight books? Like, you say if he agrees. Okay, if he, I'm just going to put this on the record right now. If he agrees with you, it's because you're getting married and he doesn't want to rock the boat. That is what I'm saying.
1: Is this always? Wait, is it like? Does it sound weird? Anyway. Would you agree with the statement?
0: <laughs> Don't agree. Don't agree. It's bullshit. You
1: agree. Would you agree with the statement that Twilight is like the Lord of the Rings? No. Of its space of the literary no. universe. No. He's thinking about it.
0: Don't be. Don't no, go with your. You're gonna. <laughs> you're go trying to be me. a good fiance. Don't fall for this shit. You're gonna get married either way.
1: <laughs> ben says we would have to define some terms, and he can't commit.
0: Okay. See, so that is a very diplomatic way of saying. <laughs> fuck off (laughs) thank you ben (laughs) it's too soon to say okay yeah saying like dracula like his you know a defining thing like something that has defined vampires like that if you said that in lord of the rings i'd be like okay that's fair because like i mean fair enough it was a defining work fucking twilight no not all vampires glow with a misty
1: dew right no not all vampires glow with a misty dew not all elves are tall and skinny and like beautiful and shit
0: okay but a lot more of them are now after lord of the rings they're all right of beautiful- and there's a
1: lot more stories about vampires in fucking high school fucking <laughs> twilight that's all i'm saying
0: yeah, no, 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 no. 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 <laughs> We're gonna have to fucking agree to disagree on this one because that is a bunch of bullshit.
1: Okay, that's some. This bull- gonna be a fun bullshit. discussion question. Unless holy okay. fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, what other hot takes about fucking Twilight and bullshit? Like, what kind of masterwork would you compare Twilight to just to get Jenny fucking mad at you? <laughs> Let's ha- how about that? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jeez, that's some bullshit.
1: Um. So, Yvonne, (laughs) I remember speculating that Keller was Dark Summer, and um, I definitely think she's from a dark court, the whole, like, torturer thing. I mean, all fairies are torturous, but not as their job description or whatever. Um, Yeah. And so it feels like, yeah, they're from a dark court. I don't know about Summer or Spring. I don't know much about Dark Spring, slash I don't remember anything about Dark Spring, but maybe it's that. Um... Talking about Keller and how he like gives shit out to all the like groups, the like role-playing kid group is really fun. Um, the fact that it's a non-magical book is interesting, but I feel like the stories are gonna somehow fuck with everything, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, playing D D based on um a fairy book sounds like a great time. That does sound like a great time. <laughs> um, and then yeah, the the pickpocketing thing for the French kid and the Advice on diets and fashion and shit for the drama kid. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a time. It's gonna be a time.
0: I just have to say, Malia, I'm sorry, I'll I'll try to drop this after this, but I'm gonna tell the what you said about Lord of the Rings. Okay. I'm gonna well, tell him. Okay. I'm gonna tell him. I bet he hasn't
1: seen Twilight. <laughs> so he
0: He's seen enough. <laughs> He's seen enough to know. Okay. Just just, you know, think, just think about. How this is, you know, you know, this is something. Like fantasy.
1: He's not like a, like you know, no an I mean, expert. No, of course,
0: yeah, of course not. But you don't have to be a fucking expert in fantasy to know that that's some <laughs> bullshit statement right there.
1: Okay, he actually
0: likes Lord of the Rings.
1: I'm very happy so. about that.
0: Me too. Yeah. Um, which is why I'm gonna be like, guess what, Malia fucking said about Lord of the Rings, Twilight. <laughs> like... <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> uh.
1: Um, okay. yeah, so there's a the thing about exiled fairy and how they're not normally allowed to go after innocence, and like can normal fairy normally go after innocence um directly? well, they steal kids and shit that's true, um, yeah, the lines between what is acceptable fucking with an innocent and what isn't are interesting, I guess part of it is like how likely are you to get caught? yeah, <laughs> um seems to be the big line um yeah yeah but then elspeth walks up and sits down (laughs) um she's described as wearing a hat with flaps over the ears and at first i was like it's a garrick and then i was like it's not a garrick (laughs) it's definitely not a garrick um yeah yeah and so then they start talking about so it's one thing that was kind of funny was they talk about patrick for like you know a while and maggie even is like yeah patrick's been talking to me and a couple other people and then when patrick turns around and like looks at maggie and like walks off or whatever she's like wait did he look at you and i'm like bitch yes like what? (laughs) this was what anyway um she's a little dense but it's okay um the whole he slept with a guy and ended a relationship and then the um girlfriend was pregnant and all that does sound like a teen drama yeah fun way definitely um i also think it's interesting here that like Maggie is like, thinking about basically the Winter Court without saying it. Um, that, you know, all area running from the uh, stagnation and boredom.
0: Mm-hmm. Do, do you think it's, this is kind of random, but like, do you think it's interesting that, like, they write in here the name Patrick, but then they write Podrick like other as well? Times. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's that thing where she talks about how, like, Padrake or Podrick um, is. A face he uses like for her um mm. probably trying to help her think that she's like special and she he's showing her some like truer side or something but sure. I, it it feels like most of the chapter he's patrick yeah for chapters um yeah okay part of it is like useful for me as a person who's talking about this but i don't think that that's the reason why wildow would do that um, sure um yeah and then so maggie starts thinking about the nature of Jacob's bell and how the people on top are happy to let innocents get fucked um and other people get fucked by the fairy and these goblins and the boogeyman and whoever because the what was it the person who can see is the king of the blind or whatever like if everyone else is worse off and you're the same then you're better off than everyone else um and that sucks um mm-hmm. and these people are bad mm-hmm. um I also wonder a little bit about the state of this place. I mean, presumably, um, a judges are in power over them. Um, I wonder if it's probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know how close this is to Kennet or whatever, but potentially it's you know the Alabaster Doe and the Carmine Beast and all that, which is fun. Um, mm-hmm. But it seems to be in this weird in between state of like it basically is about to have a lord, but it doesn't. Um, yeah. Which is interesting.
0: That's pretty weird. Yeah. Um, next part. If you're cool with that. Um, while going back home and eating dinner, um, she accidentally reminds her dads of that battle prophecy. Um, dinner ends early because the food's kind of terrible as well <laughs> as the prophecy. Um, she checks on Butzak. Um, he's doing great. As You know, (laughs) Um, and she sees an email from Blake about Toronto. Um, She feels really guilty, but decides that she needs to take the contract.
1: Um, Yeah, this meal sounds really bad.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they they went ahead and just fucked up, fucked it up and were like, well, let's just keep let's just keep trying. And they fucked up another part and like, well, this cost money. So let's just keep it. Let's keep it going. And then the other one was the other parent was like, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings. So I'm just going (laughs) to try to eat this. And that's how that's how that happens. You know, being yeah, cheap and not wanting to hurt feelings. That's And fair. being like, this is healthy.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Part of me was like the undercooked potatoes, like put them back in. But I mean, they probably like had the potatoes and the asparagus in at the same time, which is why one was cooked too long and the other was cooked too short.
0: <laughs> Rookie mistake, guys. <laughs> Rookie mistake.
1: I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, I-, I like that in this section. I don't remember who her father is and who her dad is um and it doesn't matter um i also am a little confused because so i thought maggie's life situation was that her mom and her dad you know one of of them were married and had maggie and then she like they split up or whatever but like amicably and he gets with dad or father or whatever and then she lives with the dads um Mm -hmm. And so one of them is her bio dad and one of them is not. But then uh-huh. at the end of it, she's like, oh, she'd just straight up been adopted. So there wasn't a blood connection. And I'm like, that's not what I understood <laughs> from earlier. Um, But also makes sense. Like, but because I mean, there was a whole thing about, you know, like her dad and then her dad's husband. And then eventually she was like calling him dad again or whatever. Um, And that was a big thing. But that's right. Um I don't know.
0: Yeah, I thought that there was a I think kinda of thought it along the same lines as you, I think. Um let me just make sure here. Do 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 'cause I think yeah, I thought I still think it was around the same thing. Um
2: <laughs>
0: I thought it was in the histories thing, but I wasn't seeing it in there. Hmm. Um Yeah, I did too. I know that I could do the search thing, but um sorry cut all that silence and all that junk out but basically (laughs) i think that you're right but for some i don't know for some reason whatever who cares let's move on
1: yes okay um one note is that i mean dad and father are just such different tones um like i feel like if i had two dads or whatever um i'd want it to be like dad and like pop or something like both just more casual (laughs) as yeah. opposed to dad and father <laughs> like you know if i had two moms i'd you know mom and mama or mom and um mommy is weird probably mom and mama mm-hmm. um but yeah um yeah so she goes up to mess with and talk to but sack i always want to say butt munch <laughs> so i have to stop myself every time <laughs> um and yeah um so we're like messing with him the the fact that metal the runes that mean metal can constrain a goblin is really interesting and kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know if the Canateers have ever done something like that. Um, I can't mm-hmm. quite recall. Um, like using a rune to substitute for the thing itself in that way. I don't know. Mm. Um, but yeah, she gets Blake's message and he's like, I have my hands on something that's not small potatoes. <laughs> um, kind of implying that maybe she could have it or at least help him out with it or whatever. But she's like, you know, I need this power. I need this whatever. You might not be coming back. Like, I can't do this. Um, Sure. And yeah. Um, She also thinks to herself, oh, does he have a moderate goblin? And I feel like the hyena is probably more than a moderate goblin. Um, But again, lines and categories are hard. Um, Like, Blunt feels like a moderate goblin to me. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, the hyena is, like, way more than Blunt yeah um but i don't know like like butt sack feels kind of close to being moderate but maybe i'm again i don't think i've seen the extreme end at all so yeah um i was surprised that she was like no because i know what happens but then i didn't know what happened so yeah <laughs> thrilling
0: uh i was looking at your note and about fast and healthy
1: what's <laughs> what's sweet green? <gasps> sweet green Um, salads. Um, salads. (laughs) Um, and they probably have like rice bowls and shit, but I really like the okay, what's my favorite? It's called like the green goddess (sighs) salad or something. Um, they have them in Austin and other hmm cities, probably. So I don't know if they have one near you, but um, I like the super green goddess. And I like to add goat cheese to it. So it's like lentils, chickpeas, Hmm. sweet potatoes, raw carrots, raw beets, which at first I was like, What is this? And it was like great. Um
0: fucking love raw beets. It's delicious.
1: I I don't yeah. I don't know if I'd had raw beets before the salad, but I love beets and I was very excited. It's really great.
0: Nope, they don't have any near me. I love goat cheese. Vitalis literally gags every time he has goat cheese. It's so so good. Yeah, I don't know. He it's goat cheese is like the fucking devil's, you know. Oh, yeah. That, I was gonna I say something that. more impolite, but yeah.
1: <laughs> he doesn't like it. <laughs> oh, I hate He that. literally
0: gags. Yeah. Um, but anyway.
1: Yeah. Sweet green. Um, they should go to sweet green. Except this place sounds really great, so
0: <laughs> it does. It does. Sounds delicious. Um, sounds like somewhere Vitals would like. Um <laughs> And on that note, her dad's offered to take her to her favorite restaurant, which is very potato heavy, it sounds like. Um, I don't know how healthy that is, but hey, you know, I haven't had poutine in a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. She goes and sees Padrick, Padrick, whatever. I I know that everyone's wincing every time I mispronounce it, but it's fine. Padrick, probably Padrick, I think about it. Um, He wants her to help um, Blake in Toronto. Because it's more interesting. He ends up offering her a ton of power. In exchange. Um, she falls for the trick that he has set. And he takes her name. And basically takes all the power. And stuff for himself. Um, her dads don't recognize her. And now she's just the girl in the checkered scarf.
1: <laughs> it's so awful. Mm-hmm. Um, But let's start with the poutine. Poutine. Oh my god. Um, I love poutine so much. Um, I googled chip chicken because I was like, "What the fuck?" Um, I think it's chicken that's like breaded and or fried or whatever. But the chip the chicken? breading, uh huh, because she, she got chipped chicken with poutine and the chipped breading, or... yeah, the breading is potato chips. Because <laughs> so I feel like, like
0: if I think of chipped beef, that's a very different thing. Does chipped beef have potato chips? <laughs> no. Do you did you Google chip or chipped chicken? Chipped. Chipped, okay. Because I'm googling chipped chicken, and I don't see anything about potato chips. It seems more like, um, what is it? Kind of like shredded chicken, almost.
1: Oh, maybe? Huh.
0: It's like, uh, like chipped beef.
1: I've also never heard of chipped beef. You've never heard of chipped beef? No. I mean, I don't know if you're missing. I mean, that would probably make more sense for it to be on poutine. Um. So chipped beef. Chipped beef. Um, is creamy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like. It's well chipped beef is beef that has been partially dried, salt cured and thinly sliced. And so, I don't know if yeah, that's the kind that's of chicken what they it mean. Is. But maybe, yeah. Um, it's probably good on fries. I
1: wonder why chipped chicken recipe has a bunch of breaded chicken with potato chips. <laughs> that's what comes up? Probably um,
0: because that sounds better than dried salted chicken. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway.
1: But in poutine, um it sounds great. And the k- milkshake sounds amazing. I just, uh, I was really hungry when I was writing these notes, and I was just like dying. But then I ate. Um, it's interesting that this town has a, you know, a, like a desolate downtown area where a lot of things are closed. Like Kenneth, because um, I picture Jacob's Bell and Kenneth to be kind of different, but mm. maybe not. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's the name or whatever, but I picture Jacob's Bell as a little bit like cuter, and Kenneth is just like depressing. <laughs> she's probably unfair
0: if your town is more depressing than a town where like a diabolus house is like you know in the center of everything that's <laughs> really really <laughs> yeah. fucking dire you know yeah
1: that's, yeah that's true uh that house um but yeah i wish she like communicated with her dad's better in this section and sort of explained like this is what's happening um I kind of feel like maybe if they hadn't left, he wouldn't have been able to do this or something. Like, people standing there watching this happen maybe wouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, they also you know, probably would have been like, we don't want you to go to Toronto. Yeah. Um, yeah it just sucks so bad. It um, does suck. Um, It seems like those pigeons that were weird, like, arcs and arcs ago, were the Briar Girls. I think I thought they were the two shops. Um, but that's cool Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) um at least i'm guessing that's what it was um but yeah so he or patrick is like yeah mr thorburn is going to perish if he doesn't get help at the right place and the right time um there's a whole bunch of places where he almost dies (laughs) but you know he does Mm -hmm. get eaten and like was maggie and not i'm calling i'm calling her paggy like was maggie and not paggy supposed to be there at the splinter would that have helped Mm -hmm. um i don't know i mean it it was fated or whatever so maybe it just i don't know um it sucks um i'm also wondering who this is talking about he's like one of the more powerful and respected beings in the area like some entity with the experience of lordship i kind of feel like he's talking about himself um because he literally put maggie hole in the same place as himself (laughs) um Or somebody who used to be a lord of something and something, something, something. But I kind of think he's talking about himself. Um, Okay. Yeah. God. And then he's like, maybe, you know, I'd be your familiar and it'd be totally subordinate and blah, 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 blah. But then he's like, psych. Um, Because rereading it every time he says you versus every time he says Maggie Hull is just so painful. And I mean, fairy talk, strange, but I wish she had picked up on that. I wish. Ugh well she's
0: desperate it makes it a little harder to read things really you know
1: I know like (sighs) no I totally didn't realize what was happening until he held up a piece of paper with her name on it like it was just so awful Mm -hmm. um and like yeah chilling um it's fucking horror yeah and like she herself is gonna get so fucked um not having a name and I'm so worried about her and I feel like maybe she's gonna fix it but also ah <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's cool that the girl with the checkered scarf can swear. Um mm-hmm. again, what the fuck did Maggie do? Like <laughs> Um, it's funny how yeah, later it's Patrick who doesn't know the bounds of the swearing rule. Um, or Paggy. Um Paggy. <laughs> yeah, That's how we're gonna distinguish. Paggy and the girl with the checkered scarf. Um, but yeah, so then your whole mind flashes back to all the things that Maggie's done the past like two arcs and you're like, holy fuck um what a ride
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um in some ways i think it was more useful to have a fairy fighting shit in the streets than maggie would have been i don't know i mean maybe she's good at it but
0: well i mean maggie wouldn't have gone but yeah
1: well no she oh right she had to consider going she had to consider going but right
0: um she probably wouldn't have gone
1: right um god and then they don't know they're daughter it sucks that their daughter doesn't win out over maggie Holt and then she just leaps. and i bet
0: yeah that's fucking tragic um well we're at our pale and comparison section um yeah. should we talk about like fairies
1: yeah or yeah um the kennetiers are pretty well protected um mm-hmm. i mean big g seems to largely have their best interests at heart mm-hmm. and marissa promised to not stop them from living full and complete lives or whatever um
0: yeah i mean even i mean marissa had some tricks but like compared to what it could have been
1: right and i people were like freaking out about you know avery going to see pam um as a boy and like all these things and like you know i was like yeah this could be bad but if you read this story like (laughs) of course anything that the fairy does that you don't anticipate would like freak you out right like yeah yeah um whereas with us yeah like they just have a bunch of cool glamour i mean shelly was kind of scary um you know the daniel stuff was weird um but they have Olive kennett they have big g um i want to see estrella and big g interact that'd be fun um but yeah they just you know what like fairly sheltered
0: they are um it's also really horrifying about it um I don't know why I'm blanking on his name right now um, but this whole thing that happened to Maggie um, like it kind of reminds me of what um, one of what's his name you'll tell me in a minute like one of the people that um, Roe summoned that fucks with like switches connections and shit oh Corviday Corviday kind of reminds me of something that he
1: could do in, in, a, in a
0: way doesn't <gasps>
1: it hey we found a a demon adjacent person adjacent to <laughs> Fairy. Woo! There you go.
0: But yeah, I um. But the the thing is, like Malia and I. I don't know. This is something that a lot of people seem to do, and I feel like a lot of people tend to t- tend to um say things like, "Oh, yeah, it's the demon adjacent fairy because the fairy did something really bad," or "Oh, the hyena was basically a demon because like." it did stuff really bad i feel like that kind of cheapens demons Hmm. because that's saying that like these creatures like or others on their own couldn't do something that bad unless it had unless there's a demon involved Mm -hmm. you know and i'm like well i think things can just be really fucking horrifying (laughs) and i think that demons uh can be a lot fucking worse than that. Um and is not a demon. Right. Either, you know. So that's just my two cents.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, this is very in lines of the whole don't go to a face house and eat anything or whatever. Like those like those stories. And they're definitely, yeah, fairy and not demons. Mm -hmm. Um uh, yeah. But I do Um, I
0: I do appreciate the callback that you did.
1: (laughs) So (laughs) yeah of oh, the story.
0: Alright, I'm, I'm going to move on to your bold and specific <laughs> prediction, because you just wrote the girl in the checkered scarf, and I want to know how that <sighs> sentence ends.
1: I was trying to decide if it was like, we'll disappear from the story, or if it was like, we'll have her revenge on Patrick, or if it was like, we'll meet up with Rose and ask for help. Um, I don't think she's gone from the story. Okay. Um... I didn't go back and read the section where, because, like, is, are the, the blood and darkness shit following Maggie Holt? Um, or are they following her? And I don't remember. Um, but if they're following her, she's definitely not gone. Um, and I want Maggie, I mean, like, everything in Pact goes from bad to worse or whatever, but I want Maggie Holt to, I want the girl in the checkered scarf to succeed and to come back and to be herself again. So I'm going to say that she will do it. <laughs> Okay. Do you think there's a danger of her disappearing? Um. Yeah. I, well, I think there's a danger of her uh, self. Oh, sorry.
0: So you wrote the girl in the checkered scarf will become Maggie Holt again. I think so. Okay. I'm gonna. So you will think it she's gonna existence. get her name back?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna will it into existence. <laughs>
0: okay. Do you think if she's unable to get her name Maggie Holt, what do you think will happen?
1: Um. So I think that she would like completely lose herself um and i i don't know i think that like she could become very easily possessed by spirits and things if that happens um okay. and so maybe something else will take over her or she'll manage to construct some sort of identity i don't know if you just sort of start calling yourself like you know brittany or whatever if that would help <laughs> but <laughs> okay um yeah
0: do you want to make a secondary predict- prediction just in case she doesn't get Maggie Holt or no?
1: Sure. She, um...
0: She's going to be a Britney bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, she will become possessed by spirits and... Oh, I have a weird thought.
0: <laughs> okay. Weird thoughts are usually good or at least entertaining.
1: I don't know that this will at all happen, but yeah, okay, so if, if she can't get Maggie Holt, she's gonna go to Molly's Echo and try to get Molly's Echo to possess her.
0: That's a fun prediction. And
1: become Molly Walker. That's
0: really fun. <laughs> okay, I like it.
2: Yep. You like, better write that of,
0: shit down. What sort of ghost do we have around? There's the ghost. <laughs> I found her. You really should write that down. Um, okay. I like it. All right, that's a really good question. Um so uh we're recording this a little bit early, um, because I'm on call this weekend and I can't really take up two hours to record if I have to go in for a call. Um so at this moment in time we do not have any answers for our discussion question, which was pick a character from Pact or pale and what tarot tarot tar- what I can I don't know how to pronounce tarot? words. Tarot. Makes me think of a tarot plant. I'm like eating tarot, um, but what tarot card matches them? um we may or may not get answers. um I don't know anything about tarot cards besides like what these stories have told me, um and what I've retained from them, so not a lot, <laughs> but um, yeah well, but yeah,
1: I was thinking, um, just have something more interesting here in case no one does answer. um if I ever like get decent at drawing or whatever, I would like to design some other verse themed tarot cards um that i think could be that really sounds fun. fun um and i think like making them truly other and throwing in like a page of suns and shit like that could be fun um mm. but like i was trying to think of what the ken of tears would be um and i think that i'd put lucy as justice um mm. i think i'd put avery as the chariot um i think i'd put snowdrop as the hanged one or the hanged man. Um hmm. why is that? Uh possum sang from things. It's not that good. But she was also <laughs> supposed to be a sacrifice. Um, That's true. Okay. Maybe like an inverted hanged one. Um and I think I'd make Verona the magician. Um Okay.
0: I would also say if you make Avery the chariot, Snowdrop needs to be riding in the chariot.
1: <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. I feel like Cherry Pop would be a good fool. Um, but also mm-hmm. if it was an other verse tarot deck it would be blake obviously (laughs) that's true it would have to be blake yeah and rose would probably have to be the high priestess but
0: Mm, mm -hmm. that's true all right um new discussion question (laughs)
1: lord of the rings is to twilight (laughs) fuck you (laughs) uh Lord of the Rings is to blank as Twilight is to blank. (laughs) Fine. Fine. You
0: bastard.
1: (laughs) I mean, you can make it things that aren't twilight. You can just
0: or like what Lord of the Rings is to Twilight, like blank is to blank. If you're trying to compare this directly, which really drive me fucking nuts. (laughs) Do something like that with Twilight and lord of the rings in it or something that's just gonna piss me off because just respond to our respond just respond (laughs) tell us your thoughts i'm just
1: tell us something else that makes you this upset and or tell us a hot take
0: (laughs) tell us a hot take on on stuff Uh, okay well on that note um fuck you and thanks for listening. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends, and leave a rating and review. To help support our podcast, go to patreon.com slash doofmedia. If you'd like to support Wildbow as he continues to write fantastic stories, go to patreon.com slash wildbow.
1: You can follow the pod on Twitter at Pale Comparison or send us an email at paleincomparisonpod at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our Reddit thread in r slash parahumans where you can answer our discussion question and share your thoughts on this episode. In addition, if you would like to see all of my predictions laid out, check out our episode description for a link to a prediction tracker. Next episode, we will be covering chapters 8.3, 8.4, and 8.5. And I did that thing again where I thought we were going to do two chapters and I just read three chapters and now I'm afraid. (laughs)
0: you know I gotta mix it up sometimes <laughs> gotta mix it up and frankly we're recording this on Thursday so I'm like it gives you extra time to read um, make sure to watch our or well you can watch I guess it makes more sense to listen to a podcast I guess um, make sure to listen to our other doof podcasts like the doof and I haven't listened to the Doofcast in a while but you never know maybe Malia will be on and we'll convince Scott and Matt to watch fucking Twilight and we'll make that <laughs> same hot take see what they have to fucking say about that uh, yeah. what do you think they have to say about that shit <laughs> yeah. I
2: have
1: no idea
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, they are doing a deconstructing series called deconstructing Scott and even though I listened to all their series where they were talking about the director they were going to be doing I thought that, like they were doing some weird spoof thing where they were going to
0: drag on Scott
1: um, yeah <laughs> But I think it's friendly Scott. So um they're gonna do like Alien and Um Gladiator and all those lovely movies. Apparently th- I think they're gonna do like all of them, which is nuts.
0: Damn, so. that's a lot of movies.
1: <laughs> that's pretty cool.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that Scott is not getting re like deconstructed. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, we like him fully constructed, Scott. <laughs> you know, that's always good. But yeah, that's give that a listen. Yes. <laughs> Uh all right. Uh this week's fun fact um research. I'm not going to lie, I didn't have time to look up the actual research jetty, but the article <laughs> said research. I'm going with it. Research has shown that dogs actually prefer when we speak in higher like in higher tones, like higher pitch. So they actually like baby talk. Oh. So go ahead and say keep on speaking baby talk to your dogs cuz apparently they like it better anyway.
1: Well, so I always used to speak to babies and other children with like a very flat affect um like they were adults because i thought it was sort of funny and i thought like i don't know they're just people but then when you had miko you were like no he actually responds more when i talk this way um and so i started doing he it does. and it kind of works for miko but it works i think it works for my cat i'm not actually positive but um i think she knows when we're talking to and or about her because we start kind of speaking in baby talk and so I do yeah. It all the
0: time. yeah funny how that stuff works i mean maybe it's just <laughs> they find it annoying but uh yeah dogs like it um i mean miko's he's kind of old now for baby talk but lily likes it so Mm. (laughs) yeah funny how that works um all right um have a good week everyone Bye. bye bye